The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. On this, the uh, Tuesday. Is it only Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. Seems like it should be Tuesday. farther along. Um, and I, I'm, I suspect for our next guest, um, <laughs> it's been a long Tuesday for him as well. He is the freezing father and he has camped out in the Rainbow Valley campground, sleeping in a tent, eating outdoors and sharing his daughter's story in hopes of raising money for the Stollery Children's Hospital. And as we mentioned uh, the, today when we started the show, how cold it was. I'm sure a lot colder for Peter Burgess. Started his camp out on Friday he joins us now on the phone. Hey, Peter, how are you making out? I'm doing, I'm doing well. Well, you're, um, you're getting to be an old hand at this. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was actually a lot colder last year, but uh, I'm a year older too, and uh, <laughs> uh, that has an effect. Blood's thinner. Oh, must, absolutely. Must have been a little chilly last night and this morning, though, Peter. It it was cold, uh, uh, and I I had a bit of a zipper problem with my sleeping bag last night. Uh, it uh, it kind of got stuck. Uh, so I, I hauled in a little blanket with me, and uh, yeah, we did all right. So, so Peter, it's important, and I know we've, you know, you've told the story before. We know the story, but it's important to know for our listeners to know why you do this. So, tell us about your daughter. Okay, so my daughter Elan, um, she's a she's a wonderful, wonderful girl. Um, uh, about 11 years ago in, uh, in July, um, we, we got a phone call from, uh, from daycare and, uh, they, they said, you know, Elan's not waking up from her nap. Um, uh, you know, can you come pick her up and, and take her home? Uh, and my wife went down to pick her up and, and I got a call, uh, maybe 20 minutes later saying, you know, dear, you need to, you need to get down here. Uh, Candace said, you're, uh, uh, Elan's having seizures, and so of course I hopped in the car and 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 roared over to daycare. And by that time, the ambulance was there, and uh, and uh, they took her to the uh, Dollar Children's Hospital emergency. And uh, and uh, they they took her in there, and and the 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 first indication we got is that she's got a, a high temperature, and and that's how kids fight temperatures is is they have seizures. Uh, but it wasn't too long later. Um, she'd had one CAT scan, and uh, they were sending her down for another one. And she had a she had another large seizure. And then uh, I was holding her, actually, looking into her eyes, and and uh, she had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you, uh, watching people do CPR on your child is uh, kind of rocks your world. Um, but they got her back and, uh, and, uh, they took her up to the, uh, pediatric ICU. Um, and I remember walking by the door and, and looking in and, uh, Candace used to work at the, at the hospital. So, uh, we knew who the doctors were and we thought, boy, uh, those are guys you don't want in front of your child. Uh, but at the same time. Uh, they are the people you want in, in front of your child because they're the best of the best. And uh, so they asked me uh, after about uh, five hours. They said, you know, "We'd like to do uh, another test, and and uh, we'd like to use some some radioactive dye." And I signed the form, and I knew what that was for. And about uh, hour later, we we walked around the corner, and um, they 
they brought us into a room and they said, you know, uh, we're not going to stop treating you land, but our focus is now on you, Candace, and your son, Benjamin. Um, any land is, is brain dead. Hmm. Now, Six Elon- hours. <sighs> Elan hadn't been sick before, and to this day, you still don't know what happened that day. No, we have we have no idea. Um, I know that bothers my wife uh, more than it bothers me. Um, it's uh, we'll always wonder, and we'll yeah. always uh, we'll always have to have to kind of ask the question: What happened? But um, you know, the, the part of the story that I like like to tell that's really important. Is the uh, is how they helped us deal with Benjamin? Um, you know, Candace and I are devastated, and we've got a seven year old son, and and you know we had to get him through this. And my my instinct as a father was insulate, you know, keep him keep him keep him insulated from from what's going on here. And and there's a um, a group called uh, Child Life, and they're counselors and they're psychologists and social workers and and they got together with us and they said listen um you have to you have to tell benjamin what's what's happened and he has to see his sister Hmm. and they gave me the words to tell my son and it's the most difficult thing i've ever done is to say you know benjamin excuse me your your sister's not going to come home and uh that was hard and it was mm. hard for Ben. I can only imagine. Uh, Peter, ben was let, her protector. Go ahead. Yeah, Peter, let me ask. And I want to put this as delicately as possible. And I know, yep. you know it's still, still sensitive to you. But the stallery didn't save your daughter. But you want to help the stallery. So is well, it the me, aftercare or is it the fact that you know they did everything they could? Let me put it this way. It, it is the aftercare. And we can go back there anytime. And... And I'm still in touch with with some of the doctors. And but Andrew, I said this at my daughter's funeral, and it's it's at the core of everything I do. Um, I know if I thought that I could have taken my daughter somewhere else, and the outcome would have been different, I couldn't live with that. Uh, I wouldn't be talking to you. Um, the Strollery is the best of the best. And they save people, they save children every day. And so I never have to wonder uh, if we'd been at the Mayo Clinic with something else Mm -hmm. been the outcome. I never have to wonder, and that's why I'm here. Um, So that, along with the fact of how well they took care of of you and your wife and your son afterwards and continue to do so, you you decided to do this. And the third year around putting yourself out there to to raise money uh for the stallery um and last year your your goal was what 15 grand and you almost raised yep. f- what was it almost fifty thousand? yeah we we got to forty-seven thousand last year it wow. was an incredible year um, you know peter a lot of people just do bake sales and silent <laughs> auctions just so you know <laughs> yeah um well if you uh, if you ever get a profile look at me, uh, you'll know I do a lot of big sales uh, <laughs> on my own. And uh, 
and I can't run, and I'm I'm not really going to walk too far, so uh, I just kind of sit out here by the fire, and uh, that's what I can do. You're at the Rainbow Valley Campground uh, until Friday. You're at Site 26. If folks want to pop by, they can do so. Um, if you're so inclined, Chedville, you can donate. It's uh, easy to do at the website freezingfather.org, freezingfather.org. And, of course, uh, you might want to follow Peter on Twitter at at uh, Father's Freezing. Lots of updates on there as well. Uh, long way to go. I think, what, what, what was your goal this year? Uh, my goal is uh, 15,000, and 15 we're again? almost okay. halfway there. Yeah, 15. Okay. Okay. Hey, Peter, yeah. uh, just a housekeeping yeah. item. Can people drop by any time, or is there hours? Uh, well, I'm up usually at 7, and uh, I, I'm an early sleeper, so about 7 at night is when I pack it in. But, uh, yeah, you know, whenever. <laughs> Bye. Lynn, I have a special message for you. Oh, what's that? Uh, Charlie Rothman was down to uh, cook me breakfast this morning. Lucky you. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Charlie's uh, in the uh, bagel wholesale business now, and I had some some amazing food, and uh, and uh, it was just a good time. Charlie, at one point, was a GM of the Petroleum Club downtown on Kingsway, where I got married, and Charlie helped plan oh, my wedding. There yes. you go. Me and Coach's wedding, and he did a fantastic job. Peter, when people, I know you want people to donate, and we want yeah. them to do that as well, and I'll do that as soon as we get off this interview. Um, do you need us to bring anything? I mean, do you like double-double? I mean, do you want anything brought by? You know what, Andrew? The biggest issue I have out here is liquid management. <laughs> uh, you... One time in the first year, I, I actually drank a little bit of every coffee that came down. Yeah. That was a bad night. <laughs> I was up uh, three times. So, And it's uh, cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, 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 I'm good. I've got lots of, lots of food and, and coffee and, and, uh, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, uh, try to, try to, sort of moderate. But <laughs> pop down and take, you know, the five bucks you were going to I was going to say, can you just bring cash and, down, though, and, and drop throw it that off in? there? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and you know what? Five dollars, uh, uh, for some people, that's huge. And, yeah. and for me, it's not the amount. It's, it's the fact that people are giving and the stories they tell me. That's mm-hmm. what I get out of this is... Some amazing stories. Everyone has a Stollery story. For sure. Yeah, and we know the uh, the Stollery Radiothon coming up here in just mm-hmm. uh, a yep. couple of weeks on, on the 17th, I believe. Peter, it's always good to reconnect, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. We'll check in with you during the week, okay? For sure, and thank you. Thank you both for what you do for the Stollery. Um, uh, it, it's, it's amazing, and it's every year, so thank you. Thank you, friend. We'll yeah, talk to you soon. Privilege. Thanks, Peter. Take care. You too. Bye now. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.